Chris Lawrence. Aloha and welcome to the Chris Cash. My name is Chris Lawrence. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. It is the season of giving and it's the month of giving here at the Chris Cast. And what does that mean? It means we're thinking about others, putting others ahead of ourselves for the whole month. I mean, we should try to do that throughout the year. For me, it feels like it's it's kind of important because I, I look around some days and I go, you know, I have a lot. You know, I've, I've, I've got a lot. I've got a family. I've got uh, I've got a great dog. Well, <laughs> he's okay. No, he's awesome. He's just a little rascal sometimes. Yeah, you know, I've got everything I need. And then I think about people who maybe don't have everything they need. You know, even just the basic necessities, you know, like food and, and uh, clean water. Never mind, you know, things like gifts or, you know, extras, you know, beautiful home, you know, lots of food to eat. And it got me thinking about it because, uh, you know, I've I've been indulging lately on the food side of it. And I'm going to share that with you. So this week on the Chris Cast, let's feed a friend. So somehow in our house, my wife and my son and the dog, we started getting into MasterChef. We watched MasterChef. Uh, we haven't watched any of the juniors, but we watched MasterChef, and then we watched MasterChef Canada, and we are hooked. Even my kid, who doesn't even like to cook, you know, he's 17, he's like, I don't want to cook, but I like the food. I like to cook. Uh, I'm not a great cook, but I'm a creative person. I've never used a recipe in my life, um, so I like to get really creative and try, you know, different flavors with different things and, and you know, texture, and, and I'm all about the crunch. Whenever there's crunch, you know, I'm all in. I'm all in, coach, for the crunch. Hmm, that sounds like it could be a cereal. And my wife is a very good cook as well. She cooks Japanese primarily. I do the Western stuff. She does the Japanese stuff. So we've got a, a good little dynamic in the house. So back to Master Chef, we've been watching it and we're hooked. I'm so invested in these people's lives. The creativity that's behind it is just, it's unbelievable, you know, and and, it, and the passion that's behind it. You know, you get the 19-year-old the, the or the 20-year-old who's um, going to school to be a lawyer and then realizes they want to be a chef or the 35-year-old who's who's a teacher and realizes, no, cooking is my passion. And then they go on to Master Chef. You really get invested in these people's lives, their passion for cooking and their passion for food, not to mention the whole, you know, the whole food side of it, all the textures and, and whatnot. And sometimes I feel like TV doesn't do it justice, but that's probably still because I've got, you know, one of the little black and whites from 1955. You need to see the color of, you know, the color of the, the cook on the meat or whatever it happens to be. It's really exciting. It's really intoxicating. And I'm getting hungry as we speak, just talking about it. I think I need to go make some nachos with, you know, some really exotic cheeses. So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go make some crazy exotic nachos and I'll be right back. Come on, Rupert. Let's go make some nachos. Come on, boy. Let's go. Extra cheese for you. All right. I'm back from my nacho break and it was good. I'm sorry. I didn't save you any at all, but you know, you can come over and clean up the pan because there's crusted cheese on the bottom. Okay. So the master chef thing, yeah, got, got us super inspired. So then this couple that we're friends with just down the road, um, they go to this college that's nearby that uh, is a culinary institute and they're really well known for having a, a restaurant and they have a cafe and all the students are the cooks, the chefs, and they serve the food as well, which I'm so glad they introduced us to it because it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. We've been there twice now with them. And last night we had an elevated eight course meal. I can't even remember all of the names of the dishes or any of them for that matter because they were just so exquisite that's not even a word i use but it was they were elevated they were exquisite it, it was it was a culinary extravaganza true story like it was so good the what the, the one of the appetizers was a fresh cream in an egg shell topped with caviar 
I mean, come on. And then there were seven other courses. Oh, did I mention that every course was paired with a different wine? Now, I'm not fancy pants over here. No, I just went and, and ate a, a, a questionable plate of nachos. <laughs> so no no, Mr. Fancy Pants over here at all, but me and Mrs. Chris Cast are still talking about the eight-course meal at the college. So most of us are lucky. I mean, I don't eat eight-course meals very often. In fact, never. But a lot of us are lucky. You know, we can cook what we want whenever we want. We can eat what we want whenever we want. If we want to go out for a fancy meal, we can. But again, back to giving, right? Give it back. There's a lot of folks out there this time of year, regardless of where you live in the world. You know, you could be in Florida. And if you are, I'm sorry that you live in Florida. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you could be in Texas. You might be in Cali. You might be in California. You might be in New York City. You might be in Europe somewhere. And if you're in Europe and you're listening to the ChrisCast, thank you. I could come visit you. It's just over the pond. You know, we could do like a little Airbnb sitch. I'll do my podcast from your house. Okay, got a little derailed there. So yeah, regardless of where you live, a lot of us have whatever we need. We have everything we need. We can eat whatever we want. We can cook whatever we want. But there's a lot of folks out there that can't. Not just at the Christmas time of year, the holiday season, but you know, throughout the year for whatever reason, right? I mean, life happens and, and, and sometimes, you know, you're, you're flying high and you got a great career and then the, the next thing you know, life throws you a curveball and maybe you don't even have enough for food for the family or for the kids over the holidays or in general, maybe not even just over the holidays, right? Which is why food banks and services offered around the world to, to all communities or various communities are really important and especially this time of year because we certainly wouldn't want to, any kids to go without food over the holidays or any time of year. I mean, it's just the thought of it just breaks your heart. I mean, is heartbreaking. So I think it's important for us to do whatever we can, not just over the holidays, but all throughout the year. This is the time of year where families are getting together and, and we're, you know, maybe spending more money than we normally would. So my thought was, if we're going to spend more money, maybe we could spend some of that money to help the less fortunate in our community. So wherever you are in the world, maybe, you know, maybe give that a thought, you know, not, not to be preachy, but give it a thought to, you know, maybe reach out to, you know, a food bank or any services that might be helping less fortunate families at Christmas time and throughout the year. It's important to not just think about it over the holidays, right? But it's a good jump off point. And with that, we have Karen from Feed Nova Scotia on the line. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for coming on the ChrisCast. We appreciate it. So Karen, this time of year, obviously Feed Nova Scotia must be, it must be a busy spot. It is very busy. Um, we are averaging about 100 volunteers in our warehouse each day, um, so there's lots of, of energy around that volunteer spirit. And similarly, um, there's lots of work happening with our other teams that are receiving applications, looking uh, for Christmas support, and uh, you know, calling those individuals and families to let them know where they'll be able to receive their food and gifts. Okay, so how many families would you say, can you, do you have a number or can you estimate how many families you help per year? And then could we, the follow-up would be uh, particularly around this time of year, the holiday season. Throughout the calendar year, there are at least 41,000 Nova Scotians who are supported by food banks um, through our network. So that is a huge number. It's about one out of every 21 Nova Scotians supported by food banks. That is incredibly sad. That is such a huge number. Yeah, there's no way to look at that as a, as a positive. There is a huge issue around food insecurity right across the country, 
but certainly here in Nova Scotia. Um, Nova Scotia has the highest rate of food insecurity of all the Canadian provinces. Wow. So um, that's people who are consistently um, unable to, to, to access sufficient food for themselves and their families. So it is a big problem every, every day of the year. We do find that as the holidays approach, um, there is an, an increased expectation and need that comes with Christmas. The financial pressures can be that much harder for families who are already struggling. Um, so people are reaching out for additional support um, to help with the holidays. And so far we've received close to 7,000 uh, applications from households looking for Christmas support. And we're doing our very best to make sure that everyone receives the support they need. I got to say that those those numbers and the statistics are they're quite devastating and 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 shocking, really. Well, it is, and we have to say why. Why? I mean, right now in this at this particular moment, we can only focus on respond. When someone needs help, we need to make sure that they get the help they need. No one deserves to be hungry at any time, and especially with the cold weather and the holidays, um, you want to make sure that everyone has the nourishment they need. But it is so important to look at the bigger picture as well. Um, why do we have a province with so many people who can't provide for themselves and their family? Yeah, exactly. Why is that happening? It comes down to it's not that the food's not available. It's that people don't have the financial ability to, to buy it. Right. Whether that be uh, looking at the income assistance um, program. And I, I, we've certainly seen some positive changes to that program over the last couple of years. But there's a lot more work that still needs to be done. People can only stretch their dollars so far and if the dollars aren't there to begin with there just isn't enough to go around so i noticed on your website feednovascotia.ca you guys have a a donate online button which i think is very convenient for people so would you say you're seeing an increase of people using the online option we definitely have seen an increased trend with online donations for sure it is convenient people receive their tax receipt right away we can receive the financial gift very quickly to put it to work and that's what people want to do they want to have a quick impact for their neighbors in need we have all kinds of ways though that people can contribute both both throughout the year and now during the holidays um very excited to see a lot of people choosing monthly giving so we have a give 12 program where people can sign up and recognize that hunger is there every day of the year not just at christmas and so we've got about 11, between 1,000 and 1,100 people who choose to give monthly. And that provides us with that stable support right through the year. But volunteering, that's critical. We have a huge dependency on our volunteers. And so love any time that call, anyone calls to say that they want yeah. to walk into the warehouse or help out on the volunteer lines and uh, at supporting events and so on. Fantastic. I really, really like the, uh, the throughout. I was actually just talking about that here on the Chris Cast uh, before you and I started chatting about giving throughout the year, not just uh, thinking about it throughout the holiday time. Yeah. I mean, those truly are very special donors who can see that bigger picture because um, we absolutely depend on the support we get right now in this Christmas season but come January February March I'll tell you the the lines are pretty silent yeah and we really see the donations drop off yeah well let's 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 hope by spreading the word that maybe that can that can help a little bit in, in changing that directive I uh, I noticed you have a very cool little feature on your website raise a glass through a case of compassion so we have a wine fundraising campaign we do every year um, in partnership with Bishop Seller This is our 15th year, and that campaign has raised over half a million dollars to support hungry Nova Scotians. Wow, that's fantastic. So it's huge. If people are looking for wine for themselves over the holidays, or you want a great gift idea, 
you can go on our website to order a case of wine and 25% of all the proceeds go to support our work. So it's a big fundraiser. What a wonderful idea. And and I really hope that, you know, it, it speaks to people and that it, it really helps you guys. I think that's fantastic. You know what, if someone wants that, they should act quickly because it is likely to sell out in the next couple of weeks. We've already had one of the types of wine that is sold out and one that is only a few cases away from being gone. So yeah, call fast or go on the website. Do you know what order. those wines are? <laughs> uh, well, the Pinot Grigio is sold out now. The Chianti uh, from Italy is down to about five or six cases left. And then we've also got a Chardonnay and a Cabernet Sauvignon, both of which come from California. They're a great deal on a good, really good quality wine, but we expect that those ones will likely go very soon as well. Well, you're talking my language here. I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) Okay, so Karen, if people want to get involved, they want to donate, they want to volunteer, how do they get a hold of you? Best single source um, of entry is through our website. All of our contact information is there. But, of course, we love the old-fashioned phone as well. So pick up the phone and call us. The number is 902-457-1900. have a volunteer on reception that would be happy to point you in the right direction. Fantastic. Karen from Feed Nova Scotia, thank you so much for coming on the Chris Cast. Really appreciate the time, and, uh, and I hope that it sees a great season for everybody there. Thank you so much for caring about people in need. Let's Feed a Friend was the name of the Chris Cast this week. Wherever you are in the world, maybe you can set aside a little bit of time to volunteer, or maybe you can set aside some of that holiday budget and uh, donate to a shelter or a food bank, whatever you can find. We hear it a lot, but it's true. No donation is too small. Every little bit really does add up. My name is Chris Lawrence, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chris Cast. Be good to yourself, and be good to each other. Aloha.